Don't forget to check out Nerd to Know Bases here on Phoenix 92.5 FM with myself, Daryl O'Connor, and Bryn O'Rourke for everything nerd culture, video games, comics, and so much more. That's Nerd to Know Bases, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. every Saturday here on 92.5 Phoenix FM. Okay, so you're catching us on the podcast and you want to find out, well, what if I want to listen live and I'm not in Ireland? Well, the TuneIn app has you covered. That's TuneIn. Just look for Phoenix 92.5 FM and you'll be able to check us out live. Don't forget, if you want to contribute to the conversation, go over to Twitter. DBVI Desk is where you can reach us. Don't forget to chat in live every Tuesday, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Phoenix 92.5 FM. from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. You're a bug, Mr. Wordsworth, a crawling insect, an ugly, misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning. I am a human being. Words, Mr. Wordsworth, that have no substance and no dimension, like air, like the wind. I don't care. I tell you, I don't care. I'm a human being. I exist. And if I speak one thought aloud, that thought lives even after I'm shoveled into my grave. Delusions, Mr. Wordsworth. Delusions that you inject into your veins. The narcotics that you call literature. The Bible. Poetry. It's all kind all of an opiate to make you think you have a strength when you have no strength at all. You have nothing but spindly limbs in a dream. And the state has no use for your kind. Don't worry. This show was documented. The Wrestleview International Desk. Alright guys, welcome to Phoenix 92.5 FM. You are listening uh, to Wrestleview or WVI Desk. Uh, episode 323. So we're getting up there. My name is Daryl Connor and I'm joined on the line by my co-host, Mr. Bryn O'Rourke. Bryn, welcome back. I'm doing well, man. How are you? Very good. Very, very good. Actually, no, kind of sad, believe it or not, because uh, <laughs> I just read something that really sucks. The well, Star- a bit of crossover to Nerd to No Basis, but anyway, Star Wars Knights of the Republic uh, Perion, which was the fan remake, yeah. has been officially killed by oh, Disney. No. They were sent a cease and desist last letter saying, "Hey, hey, knock that off." And it sucks Ooh. because it looks so good. Like they were remaking it in the Unity engine, and it looked all nice and pretty. But no, Star mm-hmm. Wars and Disney had to kill it. So that really sucks. But uh, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, it's upsetting. But mm-hmm. anyway, not as upsetting as the reunion of D Generation X. <laughs> yeah. Which is a thing that's going to happen, guys. Yeah. Yay, said nobody ever. Here, yeah. is anyone even interested in D-Generation X in 2018? Or 2016? Or 2006? Yeah. You know, <laughs> ever. Like, here's the thing. Right? I'm Obviously, I'm a huge Triple H fan, right? Yeah. So, you know, it is And Sean is. is good. You know, Sean is good. Uh, he, he had some good matches with Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> and with Austin uh, no, I, I'm a, uh, well you know it was a 4 out of 10 with Brett but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no like to be fair yeah, Sean is one of the best of all time legit yeah. but for some reason right when they when they do the DX thing it never clicks with me I, I never really liked DX with Shawn Michaels I, yeah. I, you know I liked it with X-Pac and uh, the New Age Outlaws but that's, that's the kind of DX that I actually Kind of that's, like, that's kind of what was around when you started watching though as well, wasn't it? It's not when I started watching. I started watching a little bit earlier on, but it's when I, it actually started making a cogent Im- impact on me as such. Yeah. You know, when I could remember that I was watching wrestling or that I started <laughs> watching it weekly instead of just being on or watching it with family or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, yeah, I, I get it. You know, it was big and important, but for me, when Sean comes out, I'm like, for me, your run, you know, I'm not a huge. I wasn't a huge Shawn Michaels fan, really. Um, but when he came back in 2002 and had that spectacular run, that's yeah. the Shawn Michaels that I really like, and that's where I'm like, you know, yeah, man, your career here is fantastic. It's really good, great matches. To this day, has one of the best matches in wrestling. Well, he has loads of great wrestling matches, but for me, one of my favorite matches is with Kurt Angle. You know, and I got to see oh, that in God, Dublin. Yeah. I actually yeah. got to see that match in a house show in Dublin. That's crazy. 
which was great. Um, when house shows were, were good, you know, <laughs> Shawn Michaels was wrestling for an angle. But the weird thing about it is, um, recently, there's, you know, the, there was all this kind of, oh, what's going to happen? What's gonna... And Shawn Michaels said, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, reti- I'm not, I'm not returning. I'm retired. You know, he, there was rumors that he was going to wrestle AJ Styles. And I know you got like super... him with, him with um, Brian was like the first one. He's going to come yes. out of retirement to fight Brian. Yes. And then last year was with him and AJ. Yeah. Um, In San Antonio. Yeah. Which like, I mean, look, it's, I just, it's just more of a case of like, I was saying this, to, I was saying this to you off the air earlier. Yeah. And that, like, you know, he come, like he won't come back to face AJ, but he will come back to have a really mediocre match against uh, Kane and Undertaker. But here's the thing, though, right? And but we're, 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 Saudi Arabia did literally take a truck truckload of money and dump it on his lawn. Yeah, so and look, like, guys, we're, we're yeah. gonna get a bit, we're gonna get a bit controversial here. So you know, it's after hours. Yeah. But this whole, uh, what are they calling it? Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Uh, exactly. Um, mm. This is, you know, like I liked the um, the greatest Royal Rumble. I thought, you know, it actually probably was the greatest Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. Um, but this whole thing is well, like... Well, it had Titus's world slide and, you it know... Did. Like, it did. It did. <laughs> and, you, know, I, you know, I also like the time it's on. I think it's on a, it's a very uh, generous time for us over here. Mm. So it's a nice thing to kind of watch on a Friday. But, man, come on. Like, this is... WWE Genesis, it's so, it's so crazy. Like doing it once, fair. Doing it second. This is on like a couple of week, couple of weeks after the Revolution pay per view, and again the same problem. There's no women on this show. I don't even think women are allowed to be shown on this show. Um, and it's totally dictated by the Saudi royal family, who pretty much are the government. Yeah, you know this is uh, this is WWE kowtowing to a totalitarian dictatorship yeah. well it, it's it's interesting as well because like there's been i don't know if you've been if you've seen the headlines that have been coming out for the last 24 hours no there's um so there's there's a little bit of a geopolitical situation that's starting to emerge and uh, i am shocked <laughs> involving saudi arabia and wwe are getting getting a little bit a little bit of criticism <laughs> over oh, their heavens, uh, <laughs> heavens. Why would they have criticism? Why would some? Why would somebody say that this is morally bankrupt? Well, it's, it might it's be not, a little bit bad. It's, it's not. So, it's not so much like for the stuff that uh, that has been laid out as criticism regarding women's wrestling or anything of that nature. It's more to do with the fact that. There may have been a Turkish uh, journalist in Saudi Arabia, and he may have gone missing at the hand of the prince of Saudi Arabia. Hold and, on a minute. Hold on. Stop. Yeah. You mean the guy, the guy who has the death penalty as a thing that happens in the country, and people can disappear, and there's secret police, and all? You mean to tell me allegedly, that allegedly, <laughs> okay, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly? <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell me that that might be something that? You know, it's been used against covert journalists in the country. Wow, that's crazy. Who yeah. knew? Yeah. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> that is happening. Allegedly. I do, I do not want the Saudi government coming to find me. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's, like, it's like if you run a show in China and then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, just, you know, forget all that stuff that's happening in China, yeah. all the horrible death camps, alleged death camps, and alleged <laughs> secret police, and alleged slavery, alleged slavery. You know, yeah. it's like, guys, come on, w- you can't do this. You know, it's like, you can't do this, WWE. You can't, you, you know, there's blood on your hands here. You know, yeah. it's like, you can't it, be... Uh, it would be like if they went, if they went over, if they were uh, promoting a show in Iran, and then are shocked when there's bomb threats. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, and the thing about it is, it's like, look, I get it. I know why they're doing this. The Saudi Royal family, money. yeah, yeah. The Saudi Royal family are like, here's more money than anyone on the show has ever been paid for. Yeah. They're they're funding the whole thing. Like literally, WWE are not paying anything here. This is one hundred percent paid for by. The, the Saudi royal family, so yeah. I under I totally understand it. You know, it's part of the Saudi's government uh, new plan to kind of make it not n- not appear so horrific. Yeah, um, and say, hey, look, my friend, and they're really upsetting Al Qaeda. 
called uh, the greatest R- Royal Rumble sinful. And, you know, I mean, like, I'm not a big fan of the WWE at sometimes. <laughs> never call it sinful. Sinful, <laughs> sinful is such a harsh and scathing criticism. You know, like, you know, the smarkiest of smarks would not have thought that <laughs> about that show. Yeah, and look, when you're sharing an opinion with Al-Qaeda, you know, that's probably, you're probably on the wrong side, guys. Yeah. So calm, calm down, smarky fans, you know. Oh, man, oh, oh, dude, 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 dude. A podcast of Al-Qaeda reviewing. <laughs> I want that. I'm going to be hilarious. Oh, actually, I just, I just read, like, I want Gogglebox. But <laughs> Gogglebox. of Al-Qaeda. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. It'd be fantastic. Oh and just swap swatch over to the Attitude Era for a little bit and be like, what do you guys think of this? What do you think? <laughs> oh, come on. You don't even have to go that far. You just put on the Mae Young Classic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know... You must hate this. It's women being presented competently. <laughs> it's women competing. Look at them. <laughs> They're putting on good matches. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be better. It's gonna be better than the you know, Degeneration X vs. the Brothers of Destruction, guys. Come on, yeah. You know? yeah. But, um, yeah, like seriously, there's so much. You know, and we're having a bit of fun with this. You know, sorry if we offend anybody, but you know, you have to have a bit of fun with this because it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. You know, the, the actual the comprehension. Uh, it, it, it defies comprehension. Like, I can't believe that the same company are, are doing this twice in a year while all this stuff's going on you know it's 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 literally it's literally insane but again it is solely for money you know this whole thing is just yeah it's kind of like the same reason why they put the belt on uh jinder mahal last year solely for money yeah but you know (laughs) spoiler alert that didn't work out very well for them (laughs) no no like indians are a huge fan of yeah, uh, of wrestling. Turns out they, they didn't care about gender like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, like they love Grey Kali. They yeah. do not like Jinder Mahal. But, I mean, like Grey Kali, like legitimately, is their version of Andre the Giant. So yeah. it makes sense. Like, yeah, he, he he is a still a na- uh, national hero. Like so. Yeah. yeah. But poor Jinder, you know, everyone keeps gender. Everyone keeps hindering him, you know. But he's still yeah. the funny one. So it's okay. He's still the funny one. He's still the funny one. <laughs> yeah, tree and B for life, yo. Yeah. But oh. um, okay, look, just look. Let's look ahead of this. So Roman Reigns is going to uh, put the belt up versus Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman. So once again, they're going to try and make Roman Reigns look strong. And who cares? Yeah, I don't. I, like, I mean. I don't. I don't know how much longer I can kind of repeat myself at this point when it comes to Roman. It's just like, I mean, he's gonna win. I don't. I don't really see anything else happening here. Yeah. Um, like I see. I see about seventeen thousand Superman punches. Um, and I think that's like being a conservative estimate on how on how many we're gonna see. Yeah, I I think he you know, he'll lose the run of himself a bit and be like, You get yeah. a super van punch and you get an Oprah hand. Yeah. Like, like I just I I don't see either I don't see either of Braun or nor um Brock winning. Yeah. Um Well they I, might. You yeah. know like, like we, we thought that, you know, Roman was going to win at the Greatest Royal Rumble and he did not. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, so it is something that, like, again, I, what I would like to know here is, are WWE booking this show or are the Saudis booking this show? <laughs> are the smarky Saudis booking this show? Yeah, because here's the thing, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a, a spoiled child going, I want him to win. And then they're like, well, we better we, we better let him win. So, Who's your you favorite know, wrestler? Who's your favorite wrestler, Prince of uh, Saudi Arabia? I want him. Who? Brock Lesnar? No. <laughs> Roman Reigns? No. Who? James Ellsworth. <laughs> James no, Ellsworth it, seems like, title. it seems like Shawn Michaels was. <laughs> they brought Shawn Michaels back and they threw like a dump truck full of money at him. So, yeah. you know, I'd expect him to walk out and super kick someone and go, I have the belt now. They'll do like, yeah. a, they'll do like a money in the bank ladder match stipulation on, on the, this Triple H match. You'll be really annoyed because Shawn Michaels will win. Yeah, here's the thing, right? If Triple H won this fictitious thing, I would be like, man, awesome. You know, (laughs) totally go for it. I I fully support this. This is cool. 
But no, they won't do that, you know. Mm. But, you know, here's the thing. Let's get Triple H as the WWE Universal Champion. And the Universal Make Triple Champion. H champ again. Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, he needs to be. It's been too long. It's been too long. I don't know why you're against this, man, you know. Because it just doesn't need to have... He's won enough championships. <laughs> Listen, hold on. Does he have a championship now? Yes. It's called being one of the most. <laughs> it's called being one of the most important people in the company in terms of hierarchy. Yes, <laughs> but he doesn't have like the physical belt, so yeah, he doesn't need it. <laughs> he can literally go. You're the champ. That's more power than the belt. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I just it's something I just can't get over. You know, he's just he's it, the. It means too much, you know. <laughs> it means too much. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, and I lose all my credibility by my marking out Triple H. But you know, yeah. it is what it is. But here's the thing: if yeah. if, if it the show, I love how like all, any critical or logical reasoning that you usually have, it just goes like, evaporates into <laughs> <laughs> evaporates into the mist that Triple H spits out of the match. <laughs> but here's the thing: if, if if the show did end with Triple H holding a belt, any belt, you know, five stars. So his belt that he took off, <laughs> he took off the whip some more. He's just holding it in his hand. <laughs> oh my god! But well, do you think this match will be will be any good? Like, no. that's the real question. Like, do you think like, it'll be even worthwhile? Because I no. don't see how it would be. I think I I think it will be a massive disappointment once the entrances are over. The entrances will be spectacular. Yeah. And that will kind of be the, the end of my enjoyment. It's like, <laughs> it's like, um, it's basically like watching any Finn Balor match where it's very clear he's going to lose. Where it's like, ah, the entrance is awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, well, that was good way it lasted. Yeah. I enjoy this until I realize that he's like against Roman. Oh, okay. This yeah. is... It's like, there's no way. Yeah, that that's Finn Balor in a nutshell. It's like, awesome. Yeah. Oh, no, he's going to lose. But like, oh, I mean, like, Finn is just, he's very much, I, um, in this, like, era, he's very much the guy where he's really, like, he's, there's no charisma to him, really, but I just love watching him perform because he's just, he's so good at performing. It's just, he's absolutely, he's like paint drying on the microphone. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, but if you need a guy to lose, well, then you've got Ty Dillinger, who's really good at losing. Yeah, that actually, you yeah. Know? But actually, we were like, talking about this earlier on today. He yeah. like even with Sean, he took the super kick like a champ a couple of years yeah. ago. Yeah, but he t- like he just, I mean, like Ty. Um, in my opinion, Ty could be a could be a really good um, mid card mid card level like. Uh, mm. Like in the, like he's a guy. I wouldn't think he'd be any bigger than being like in the running for mid card championships. You know, he's. Yeah. I think he's really good in that regard. Like definitely cast iron tag team championship with the right part with the right partner. But I don't see him ever getting like a single singles run. But that doesn't mean you can't do anything meaningful with him. You know. Yeah. Um, and and I, what I would say on this, you know, we have a couple of weeks out from this, so we will actually kind of keep an eye on. Yeah, any developments in this because it is you know it might not actually happen, but uh, you know there are some interesting stuff on this as well. Like AJ Styles Daniel Bryan, yep. that'll be a very good match. But also yeah. the WWE World Cup, first time ever. Yeah, that um, uh, the name the names in it so far aren't uh, filling me with like, ooh, I have to watch this tournament like every other tournament on the network has. <laughs> yeah, well, um, like already, like there's a name in it there that. You well, know. yeah, yeah. And I just, you know, I know, I know how you feel about Randy Orton. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I actually like Randy Orton. He's nice I know, guy. yeah. You know? It's it's really nice when he tries. Yeah, which he won't do. He definitely won't do here. He he might if they're giving him a dump truck full of money. He might actually show up. Like, 
Randy Orton doesn't need like Randy Orton's relationship to money is very similar to Triple H's relationship to belts. He doesn't need it anymore. I don't think Shawn Michaels needed money either, but here we are. Like if Rick says that, but there was that storyline where he owed a lot of money to JBL. So I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> but like if Rick Flair shows up, I'll be like, well, <laughs> this makes sense, yeah. you know. <laughs> but oh, I don't know. Like basically, like. Uh, I think any time the like uh, dump, the words "dump truck" of money um, are said anywhere in the world, Rick Fair's ears just perk, uh, perk up, and he's like, "What is someone saying something that I need?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, this will fund another marriage." <laughs> another marriage. <laughs> that man, that man just loves being married. You know, oh, no, he loves getting married. I don't know if he loves being married. But... No, I definitely think it's the first, the former <laughs> rather than the latter. He should just go out more if he likes the day. You know, just kind yeah. of you know. Just... Oh, but if he, if he likes the day so much, he should just like live in Vegas and just like be like a witness at those weddings. <laughs> Like, it won't. It'll be way cheaper, Rick. Just yeah. stop marrying. Great day out for him. You know, I mean, yeah. he's getting older now. <laughs> but we will keep an eye on this. The show is going out on Friday, November second, uh, two thousand eighteen. So we got a couple of weeks. But I do want to talk about what happened last week, Bryn, and this mm-hmm. was from Melbourne in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the WWE Super Showdown. On uh, October 6th. Super duper showdown. Super duper showdown. So this was a very different show. Uh, It was, it was okay. You know, I have to say, I, I kind of was caught off guard when it was starting. Um, to be honest with you, so I kind of popped in halfway through, and then I left briefly because I popped in in the middle of the Bobo Cena match. I'm like, ugh. Uh, so I jumped back in around before the that match was fine. Yeah, that was very good. Also, like, and, we it's weird to weird to say it, but um, but Bobo has really good chemistry with Kevin Owens. He does. Bobo's a fantastic wrestler when he's not talking. Yep, or thinking about golf. Well, he's always thinking about golf. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 interview made it abundantly clear that that man that man's brain that man's brain is filled with golf <laughs> and everything else. When he's doing spears, he's really just thinking about his short game. Yeah. <laughs> I suggest Feather Touch <laughs> use Power Drive, and that's why he does the spear, guys. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. He think he's he's playing uh, what's it, Luca Barrows? Putting charge. That's what Bobo thinks about. You know, nothing else. Um, everything else is 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 um, second to that. Yeah. But overall, you know, I really enjoyed the AJ Styles Samoa Joe match. Yeah, it was really good. Very good. Really, really good. Uh, the Shield uh, versus Braun Strowman, Dolph, Andrew McIntyre. It was yeah. very, very meh. But it's, you know, the yeah. only thing they really do kind of wheel, wheel out the Shield for the Aussies. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Very good. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm not a Daniel <laughs> Bryan fan at all. Like, yeah. all two minutes all. of that match, but it just, it was great. Yeah, like the atmosphere was, yeah. was something else. But it was just very fun. It was just very funny to like um, to just see it, like a li- like literally just get caught in a two minute in like a small package so quickly. Yeah, but here's and the thing, though, right? Like, it's just for the story, though. That was it. You know, that's why it was great. And you know, again, mm. I'm not a, I'm not a Daniel Bryan fan. You know this, but yeah. I I even was like, that's cool. You know, and it sets up obviously the the match in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but you know the. On to the main event. Yeah. You know, and... Wait, hang on. Are we talking about the the actual main event or the main event? <laughs> we're talking about the only match that mattered. Yeah. Also, we're talking about the... We're talking about the Chris Ray championship match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what you, did you... You know, do? The, you know the one that got the biggest reaction of the night? <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, okay, well, what did you think of the Chris Ray championship match? Really, really good. Really, really good. It was they basically just put over um, Buddy Murphy as like a massive physical presence in the in the division. Mm. The fact that like um, I mean, no, literally since Cedric showed up on two hundred five live, no one kicked out of the lumbar check. Yeah, and then it made for a great false finish. Um, I was surprised though that that um, Cedric Buddy won. Yeah, because like they seem to have put so much they, into yeah. Cedric that they they're like, no, 
Yeah, well, I mean, like, they kind of laid it on thick as well, because they're going, like, he hasn't been beaten in 365 days, <laughs> you know, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah. it just, I mean, like, I, look, I've, I've seen Cedric perform since 2012, and right. it was really nice to see him actually win a championship for once because he's he's always been a very very solid performer he's not like uh he's not the best on the microphone um we don't have no, to be. no he but i mean he, he, do, he doesn't have to be he's just but like in terms of like his uh the ring work he does he's fantastic um and he's been a he's he's a pretty he's i've seen him as a heel he's not the best he's not the worst hmm. um but he's he's just his like his fight from under, um, like the fight from under aspects of his of his babyface work is so solid and so well done, um, and it helps that like his moveset, it, especially when he's trying to ramp up for his comeback, does get quite aggressive. It mm. works for him, um, and himself and Buddy have really really good chemistry together, which is always nice to see. And like I mean, Buddy's been in WWE for a while now, and. It's nice to see him, especially in front of his, like his, his hometown, get a big win. Was very but, cool. Well, it's also kind of weird that like they put someone over in the hometown because usually yeah, you not they do don't. that. But they did it twice on this show. Like the the iconics won their match as well. Good point. You know? Good point. So maybe it's um, changing in WWE. Uh, it's not the conclusions just yet. They did it on one show. We'll uh, we'll see how things go. Fair. Like, the, I mean, it was very interesting with the uh, with the Buddy Murphy Cedric match because, like, I remember seeing there was like a Twitter poll of going, "What was your match of the night?" Where there was like, because you want know, Twitter, that you can only do like four options for a poll. Yeah. So it was stuff like the AJ Joe match, the Shield versus Braun and um, McIntyre and Ziggler. Mm. The, the correct answer. Tri- uh, Triple H, uh, <laughs> Triple H, and the Undertaker, yeah. and. Um, the women and like the women's title match, which was also really good, and then the comments are just like flooded with people going Cedric versus <laughs> Cedric versus uh, uh, versus Buddy, all the way down to the point where Drake Maverick made his own poll, where it's just the the only options are all four, are like are four different options for Cedric versus Buddy. <laughs> but again, dude, but again, dude, it, the WWE are you know they're going to push. Oh they're yeah, gonna, they're going to push their main brands. Their main oh. brands, you know, and the cruiserweight—it's not the main brand, and yeah. you know, it, it's I, an offshoot. It's borderline Ring of Honor, <laughs> like it's, yeah, uh, like even like it's it's the most indie you're going to get on WWE mainstream yeah. television, you know. Yeah. And it, like to be fair, it's a match that I really enjoyed. Um, I like I'm not going to say I wasn't expecting to enjoy it. I was yeah. expecting the results, but I was I I, I was uh, yeah. totally. I mean, but if you see those guys work at all in any way, I mean, like it's uh, two hundred five live. I think since they since they brought in Drake Maverick, they've got they've figured out a formula for that show where it is enjoyably different from the main brands, and it works. It works really, really well. Yeah. It's just like there's just like that the crippling feeling that hap- that happens every now and again with it where you go, oh, it's actually not canon. <laughs> like, um, the way that, like, Drake Maverick is also managing the AOP and it, it's barely even acknowledged that he's the GM <laughs> of this show. Um, or well, like, it's, uh, it's canon. It's canon to those who, who, those who care. Yeah, but it's like, it, it's, like, it's, can- it's canon in the same way the promos from WWE.com are canon, which is not yeah. really... <laughs> Not like, really, yeah. you know. Like, I mean, even I was one thing I was going to say earlier was like, uh, there was a brain.com promo that uh, Daniel Bryan did a couple of years ago where he was like, uh, he'd beaten someone with a small package, and he was like, Do you know how many people over my, the course of my career I've beaten with a small package? Hundreds. I'm so good at using the small package that in my hometown of Aberdeen, Washington, I'm known as Mr. Small Package. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. See, that's and, the, that, that's, he's, that's, he's really bad on the mic, apparently. See, that's the Daniel Bryan that I wish we got, not the B-plus yeah. player. Yeah, it's the guy who's obsessed with bears. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with wrestling bears. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so on to the Triple H Undertaker match. So, yeah. this match was not good. No. Um, the entrances, though. The entrances were unreal. <laughs> the entrances were awesome. Triple yeah. H... 
being alone. So the mask gets five stars, right? Look, <laughs> it's five stars. <laughs> but like the match was not good. It's just yeah. you know I was marking out incredibly. Yeah. Like as soon as Triple H music hits, that's it, man. I'm just like you know what? Yeah. Give, give that man you know the belt, and that's all you need to do. Honestly, the only way they could, that I would mark out for Triple H at this point is if he came out to my time instead. Oh, yeah, even better. Yeah, that, that music is, is actually something. <laughs> Th- that would make me lose my mind. My time is, is actually a much better tune than yeah. the Motorhead song. Now, I do like both, but my time is just. Yeah. It's, it's fucking great. Like. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Undertaker had a great entrance and, you know, it had that feel of stuff. But I want to say this now a lot of it was kind of. Uh, like waste the of time. Th- well, it was a complete waste of time. But a lot of the oomph was taken away by Shawn Michaels being there and by Kane being there. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't like it, for a while. It didn't hit me that that's what was happening. And then I'm like, wait, why is this different? Oh, yeah, okay. It it was cheapened, you know, completely by. Oh, no matter who wins here, there's going to be another match. Yeah, and at the time we didn't know that. Uh, but they telegraphed it to such an extent that you're like, okay, this is not the end. So a match that was supposed to be the end of an error is now... The end of an error, again. Again, (laughs) with someone who was retired. So it's going to be like, the end of an error, again, for reals this time. No, seriously. I'm I'm super serious. You can't afford afford to have them wrestle again. (laughs) It's it's very very WCW-ish. And I mean yeah. that I mean that in all the bad ways. Like, you know, they had the they had the they had the young guys there, you yeah. know. Uh and instead of focusing on them, you know, even with the pole, you know, instead of having Cedric and um Buddy being on the pole, you know <laughs> really showcasing that. They're like, Oh no, or even showcasing, you know, AJ Styles, who's the world the WWE champion. They're like, yeah. uh actually you know, we have Triple H and his mate and the Undertaker and his mate wrestling. Yeah. So, you know, kind of speed up a bit. It's like, you know, if it had been Triple H versus AJ Styles winning the belt, that would have been fine. But it was because they had... Our Triple H getting eaten alive by Samoa Joe, that would have been fine too. Well, I, anything with Triple H is fine to an extent, yeah. but, it, you know, it was the add-on that Just they had. he's getting eaten alive by Samoa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop, he's, he's already, already dead. Like, poor, poor Samoa Joe, you know, like, it's... <laughs> uh, they haven't ruined him, like, uh, TNA ruined him, but... Yeah. He, he did hurt his foot against Jeff Hardy, though. He did hurt his foot. He did. He, he did, did hurt his foot. But he'll be all right, you know? It's yeah. like, come on, man. The guy disappeared in a van and just appeared <laughs> randomly, you know? So he got kidnapped, and somehow he was okay. Yeah. So I, I think I think our boy uh, Samoa Joe will be okay. Yeah. But, like, overall, the direction of WWE lately, it's it's a very strange one. Like, it's you're watching the show, and you're like, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know where the direction is. It feels like somebody is playing WWE universe, like 2K18 and messing with the universe mode. Yeah. That's what it honestly oh, feels yeah, like. Totally. It, um, it's like it's exciting because it's 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 what ironically the opposite of what we normally complain about. Yeah. It it's it's a unique and different, but it's so weird at the same time and it's because of these shows, it's yeah. because of this, it's because of uh, Crown Jewel and because of uh, evolution that they have to kind of be like we need to kind of change this because we don't really know what we're doing. Yeah. Like, as I said, you know, I'll always say, like, I wish it was more fun and interesting. The thing is that, like, they've definitely got the interesting part down, but it's, like, it's interesting in the David Lynch sense of the word rather yeah. than, like, rather than reading an article full of intrigue. We're going, ooh. We're like, oh, brilliant. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> You're, yeah, that's exactly it. It's, it's Homer watching Twin Peaks. Yeah. Brilliant. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, uh, you know, and that's kind of what I feel like when I'm watching watching shows, even week to week. You know, because you you can kind of watch WWE from pay per view to pay per view and be okay and kind of catch up. Yeah, even watching it now, I, I said to you in work today, I was like, you know, have you watched the show live? And I I did, and I'm still like, I have no clue what's going on. Like, it's such a mess. It's such a cluster that yeah. you know, as we're progressing towards evolution. 
which is on the 28th of October, so it's going to close now at the end, end of the month. By the end of that, we will have a much clearer picture of what's going to happen in Saudi Arabia and what the big storylines here, mm. because we still kind of know what's going on, but Cena coming back and doing the stuff with Bobby Lashley, Kevin mm. Owens possibly becoming a face. Yeah, although we do actually have, I did see, read an article just uh, before we came on the air about Kevin Owens. And unfortunately, it looks like he may be out for a while. Um, okay, that's because he needs a major knee surgery. I think it's knee surgery. That, um, yeah, that's he, what, he that's might be out for that's four to eight months. So that could be. I mean, that's a WrestleMania mister as well, which is even worse. Yeah, I mean, it, he could. I mean, it's four months, so he could be back in time for Mania. Mm. But that's like if things go really well. Yeah. In, I mean, to be honest, it looks like he's going to be pretty much out until like you're talking about early, like late spring, early summer next year. Will be when he comes back, which is, I mean, with the way th- the way that they're building towards like their big four shows now, um, that like that could be okay because that means that we get SummerSlam out of them, but. Uh, it's just a shame. It's just a shame that he would miss uh, Mania. If he's back in time for Mania, he's got a pretty much tailor-made WrestleMania storyline against Bobo. So that's that's something at least. <laughs> I have a bit of update actually on Crown Jewel. Yeah, it appears that according to Ringside News, it appears that the Saudi Prince is actually booking the show. No way. So there. So here's the thing. Brian Alvarez uh, commented on Wrestling Observer Live that Punk will not be coming back for any amount of money. Right? So he's not coming back for this show. For any amount of money. Yeah. However, it does appear that they made some kind of offer. To him. To him. Yeah, that would have been... In, that would have been interesting, but you know, yeah. Punk is too busy just making sure that he has no friends. So, like, yeah. So, but it, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny that they're even going out, and it, you know, it does seem like we have confirmation that this show is literally being booked by uh, Saudi Arabia. And also, there's a good article in on Cage Cage uh, Side uh, called Coffee cup of coffee in the big time how can WWE move forward with Crown Jewel and it's going through the ethics of this show in a very very in a very very clear way um, yeah it's it's quite good it's going, it's going through pretty much everything we said along with a hell of a lot more guys so if you want to read that I would really recommend it because it's it's pretty damning it's pretty damning and it's it's why we decided to make fun of it because you have to <laughs> but um, yeah well like I'm uh, taking that out. Taking that out. I'm excited to see what's going on in the show, and it'll probably be a very good show. But it's still like WDB are throwing everything up in, in the air right now, and I don't know where they're going. But WDB have also announced that NXT UK will begin mm. streaming on the network uh, in a couple of days. So I don't know. Have you been, Have you been keeping up landing on NXT and uh, its UK branch? I've been watching. I'm trying to keep up with NXT uh, week by week, but it's just it's hard. It's hard to kind of keep up with it when my schedule is now so full. Um, I mean that like, and I've I kind of hit this this plateau with NXT where I like I used to watch it week by week, but I'm kind of finding that not really enough happens on the weekly shows Mm. for me to kind of justify it. To keep me interested, mm. also watch like their takeover shows because they're always great. Yeah. Um, well, but it, I mean, like, I mean, the the biggest thing that happened that happened like relatively recently was Tommaso Ciampa winning the title. Mm. Um, I think I think it's on this ep- this week's episode. I haven't seen it yet, but I think it's this week's episode where Alistair Black is going to come back and announce who attacked him and all that kind of stuff because they've been doing a big like mystery angle around that for the last few weeks mm. um, which has been really fun because they've kind of been able to showcase a uh, different uh, uh, they've been able to showcase different people in a slightly different way where like um, one of the really fun things that came out of is like Regal basically just does not know how to handle how crazy Nikki Cross is so he just goes like she's just crazy <laughs> and just shrug his shoulders like, <laughs> like uh, you know it's with that show in particular, it's kind of hard to like, like WWE in general. It's yeah. kind of hard to see where it's going. So I think 
you know, when we get to Survivor Series, we'll have a clearer picture of what to watch and what not to watch. But um, again, like all we can do, our schedule is pretty crazy. So yeah. you know, it, there's and we're now at a point where well, yeah, it's trying, to trying to fit that fit that and Lucha Underground in is proving to be such a, such a trial. And like when Lucha Underground is a better show week to week, uh, you gotta watch Lucha Underground. <laughs> well, here's something that you know has gone completely under the radar, Brent. Guess what? This Sunday, well. Full disclosure, we're recording this on the Thursday. Yeah. So this will have already happened. Yeah. But guess what's happening this Sunday? What's happening this Sunday? TNA, well, damn it. Impact Wrestling, (laughs) Bound for Glory is happening this Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. I forgot that Impact was still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> now, that's not very fair because the actual no. show, the actual show matches are quite decent. And we like I'll do a review yeah. of it next week because yeah. obviously by the time it goes out. Oh, I'll definitely I'll definitely watch it because like like last time I watched Impact was earlier this year. It yeah. was really good. Really, I'm go- really good. But I'm going to run through the card and you can mm. you know, you'll be able to see the the, the quality of shows here. Uh the LAX versus the OG Mm-hmm. And it's in a concrete jungle death match. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to find out. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Aries versus Johnny Impact for the Impact World Championship. Class. Ohio versus Everything, which is Dave Christ, Jake Christ, and Sammy Callahan versus Brian Cage, Felix, and Pentagon Jr. Ooh. In an OVE match. <laughs> so that's going to be something else. That's going to be very violent. Oh, yes. It's going to be extremely <laughs> violent. <laughs> Uh, Eddie Edwards versus Moose in a singles match so that'd be pretty competitive yeah Tessa Blanchard versus Ty Valkyrie that's going to be unreal yeah it's going to be fantastic guys that is friggin brilliant oh man. man Tessa is great and it's oh yeah so that's, that's for the that's unreal that's so that's for the match. so that's for the impact Knockout Championship, and then a tag team match of Matt Seidel and Ethan Page versus Rich Swan and a partner to be announced Okay, well, I can guess who that's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> let's not let's not <laughs> spoil it. Let's not spoil it. Yeah, um, let's not spoil it. But I really want to. Okay, go I on. Just then. can't pack it in there. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. well, that is good. <laughs> that is good. That is good. All right. Yeah. So if anyone didn't catch that, yeah, obviously you're referring to Pack, who was Neville, who left WWE there a couple yeah. weeks ago, and he made his debut. In for Dragon Gate. Yeah. Dragon Gate. As part of Red, who are like the heel stable for Dragon Gate. Yeah. Uh, and that was pretty cool. He looks he looks very happy yeah. to be where he is. He's actually like got that gusto that he had when he first turned <laughs> turned heel yeah. for the Cruiserweight division. So um, and in no cape though. No cape, but you know what? He doesn't need it. So that's fine. That's fair. That's fair. You know, much like Triple H doesn't need a belt. Triple H always needs a belt. Two things <laughs> Triple H needs: belt and water. That's it. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> no, but he clearly doesn't need water. He keeps spitting it out. <laughs> he just has it to look cool. That's all. Man. Um, no, he's just like I need uh, good water. Uh, this, this, this water. Uh, it, it's just <laughs> actually right. Actually, on that point, while we're while we're kind of we have this hanging in the background. I want everyone to, to do an experiment for me. Watch a current WWE hype package video, right? Then watch it with sound off. Then watch it with metal. Like, listen with it with a metal soundtrack. Yeah. It's a different experience. Like, it's... It, the current WWE package videos are actually great with the mm. exception of their music. It just kills... Any kind, and this hit me when I was watching the Hell in the Shell, Hell in the the Cell one. Yeah, it's like it's like they're going to a beach party. Yeah, you know, but it's, it's even like, like I mean, it's the just, big it's, difference between like watching uh, watching NXT and watching the main exactly. Roster, yeah, like, yeah, that the music actually sounds like music you would actually get on any other wrestling show. Yeah, like, like here's the thing though. Actually, the control one will be the Hell in the Cell video promo watch that and it's literally like if it, take away the wrestling if you're just listening to music you're it's like you're in a club or at a beach yeah. party or something like i don't get the sense that they're going to hell i don't get the sense that they're going to it's going to be a violent show they i get the, going to heck but that's <laughs> exactly uh, but that's why like when you know you stick on a, yeah. a metal song or something like that, you're like oh it's so much better 
but you don't even have to go like that heavy. You could even like if you, literally a good experiment would be to take a, a lot, like one of the last themes that NXT used for one of their shows was um, "Lord of Flies" by uh, Crane Hill. If you mm. just use that song and just apply it, it's just like you go, "Oh yeah, I'm much more interested in this now." <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous, but that's yeah. very much how they've packed the show out. It's just not very, you know, it's not very inspiring. Yeah, like, I, I, and you know, it makes sense. I, I understand what you're doing for a broader appeal. You know, not everybody's into metal, and that's totally yeah. fine. But again, that's not what it's about. It's about the actual atmosphere of the show. Like when they they bring out Flow Rider or you know Snoop Doggy Dog or whatever, um, it's like, yeah, I don't. It's just, it's not. It's, yeah. It doesn't fit. You know, it's just but, it, very ill fit. Yeah, the th- the thing is, is that or like, Machine Gun Kelly. Is yeah. that the guy with the, t- the thing on his face? I can't remember. I don't know. He's some sad. Um, like, I mean, the thing is, is that like, I mean, there's plenty. Like, there are a few different genres that do really, really work well with with uh, with wrestling. It's just mm. a case of like, when you're trying to present, when you're trying to present anything that's like anyway combat sport orientated, it kind of does limit your. Uh, it does limit the musical purity to having the at least the atmosphere of some kind of aggression. Yeah. So like, you know, you don't really want to have a song that's talking about how, like, like a song, like a really basic, basic example of a song that just would never work would be using like at that time of my life song from, from dirty dancing just doesn't fit, you know, <laughs> but like if you were using like, um, like, so even if you use something like take the power back by rage against the machine, it fits mm. a bit more cause it's just more aggressive, you yeah. know? Like, but like for example, the UFC song, uh, you know that band, they're not a good yeah. band, but that song works incredibly well. Oh yeah, yeah and even, but even like the dynamics of cutting to it, so they cut, cut, cut when they're editing to it. Like any video package with that, and it works so well. And you can do yeah. the same thing because the actual r- natural rhythm in a metal or hard rock song allows you to actually radius pivot points. For example, right, and here's the thing. Well, the, the, there is a huge crossover with metal fans and wrestling fans of a certain age for a reason. It's because back in the Attitude Era, a lot of metal songs were in wrestling. Yep. And one of the songs that, like, my favorite video package of all time, of all time, right, is Unforgiven 1999. It's uh, the six-pack six challenge one that's before that. Yep. And the music in that was Fear Factory and System of a Down. Yep. Right, and it's awesome. It's like you can see it online, but they've taken the music out. I still have the VHS rip of it, so I can go back and watch it and everything like that. But it, it just the way they had it done, it just told such a great story. Yeah. And it was but it's even when they used my way for uh, yeah, oh yeah, for uh, exactly. for seventeen, yeah, so great. Like, but even when you're listening to those tunes now. Like it's ingrained in your in your brain because you like you you just have seen it so many times. You're like, mm. you know, and also um, actually, 1999 to 2001 had some. Let the bodies hit the floor as well. Yeah, but that's like, I mean, that song like they caught that at just the right time before it became overblown and overused mm. to all hell. <laughs> that that drowning pool, man. Yeah, drowning pool. Oh, yeah. Lord, that album was awful <laughs> it's it is awful but it's also awfully listenable yeah you know as in like you will listen to it and go that's not bad and then you're like no it was like like, like yeah. puddle of mud puddle of mud are atrocious but yeah. that one album has like, like four good songs on yeah. it for people okay so for anyone who hasn't listened to puddle of mud the easiest way i can, I can explain them is puddle of mud are so bad that people would rather listen to nickelback uh, uh, here, never, their four songs are. I, I would listen to their four songs over Nickelback. Oh anyway. sure, oh sure. But this is the thing: is that like most people, most people will actually would most people would generally rather listen to Nickelback than Puddle of Mud. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like, they would just go like, mm, you know, if I'm gonna have my butt rock, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have it in the most dilute form, most yeah. dilute bland uh, form. And, I and, they, and they are the definition, <laughs> and they are the definition of butt rock, you know, and the yeah. thing of it is, you know, Puddle of Mud Control was also used for Survivor Series 2001. Yep. Like, it, it's weird when, like, these, these pivotal 
boat rock tracks or you know even like new metal and metal because they all came along at a, at a very specific time uh, that kind of it cracked the code as such with resting and how to present it and I get that that was the main culture at the time but having it in such a way that it's so diluted like uh, I'm sorry Flowrider and Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> do not sell do not sell violent combat to me they no. sell ghetto gangster light well, it's like, it's I mean, like this is pretty it's really, lame you know it's, yeah. I just don't understand it use like that kind of gangster stuff use gangster rap yeah you know like, actually legit- go for it like yeah. there's actually like legitimately like like legitimately good aggressive rap that could be used. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, here's the thing, you know, if, if you want to go that road, actually commit to it. But yeah. by and it is the dilution, as you said, you know, because we went from Anthrax yeah. providing the music for Raw yeah. to you know a much more dilute version to eventually Nickelback. Yeah, and, and then Papa Roach, and then Papa Roach. Oh Jesus! Yeah, and then Papa Roach, and it just got more and more and more diluted. And the same thing happened here. So they're trying to be like, okay, well look, we're we're hip with the kids, <laughs> but you know, hello fellow kids. Uh, mm. But they won't actually present something that creates an atmosphere. Like you can have, you can have like the most hardcore metal, the most hardcore rap, and it does pretty much the exact same thing. It's it sets up a atmosphere of. Well, this is a these guys hate each other. Yeah, you know, and but it's it's UFC do it well, and they would kind of be the. Yeah. Well, we also saw last week that, like, despite the fact that there's a massive bloated uh, show in Australia, the best wrestling angle happened in UFC. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's let's talk about that. So anyone like okay for the listeners that don't know, we have about fifteen minutes. So for the listeners that don't know, let, let's end the show with this. Go yeah. for. it. So um, there was there was a little fight last week. You might have heard about it. It was um, for the UFC event where um, Khabib can't remember what his last name is. Won't even attempt to try and <laughs> pronounce it. Fought against Conor McGregor, and he was defending his lightweight title against Conor. And he, I, I mean, he comfortably decisively beat him in the fourth uh, 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 over the course of uh, of three rounds and then choked him out in the fourth round. Yeah, Mr. McGregor um, has now been memed. Yeah. But I mean, he, he's been... I mean, McGregor was always always had a history of tapping out super quick to stuff. Once yeah, because he, he has no ground game. Yeah, but it's also like... Um, I mean, some people have said, like, have argued that, like, he's doing it to protect his career and stuff like that, which is like, look, you know what? That's a very legitimate thing. But there are some things you just don't need to tap out to so quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it know? makes you look like an absolute. You yeah. know, like if it's look if you if someone's go, if someone has a forty five percent if someone has a twenty five percent chance of being able to cinch in and a heel hook and you tap out. I understand why because you can break your hip, you can get your hip broken. <laughs> like, but you know, if it's I mean, in the, like in the case of Waz, it wasn't even like a, he had a fully cinched in. He had him like he had a crank on his jaw. Yeah, so it's like it isn't like it is an escapable position. It's not wise to try and escape, but it is escapable. Um, but it just it was a case of like he got he got tapped out, and then Khabib celebrated, and what seemed like an overzealous, uh, overzealous uh, celebration quickly turned into an assault when he attacked one of McGregor's uh, and when he attacked one of McGregor's coaches. Yeah, so basically what happened was after the end of the, the match, uh, someone jumped the cage, yep. attacked Connor. Well, Khabib jumped out of the cage, and yes. then one of Khabib's friends jumped, jumped into, into the, the cage, cage and attacked Connor. Yeah. And, and then, it was just like, it, from there, it was just an absolute watch yeah. It was like a pull away brawl. Connor jumped out of the cage and attacked people. And it just—it's like, ridiculous. It, like it's it like it literally—it literally was a WWE angle. Like yeah, straight yeah. up. I mean, to the point where I was going, like, I—I'm sure that they're trying to make this real, but I've—I've I've seen this too many times. Yeah, like, what, yeah. what happens now is the glass shatters and Stone Cold yeah. comes out with a chair and takes yeah. everyone out. Like this has yeah. happened before. <laughs> you know, yeah. this, is, this is wrestling 101. Yeah. And because Vince McMahon wanted the old Stone Cold bag. <laughs> <laughs> just like, 
Oh man, it just I, like it's so hard to like it's just so hard to like process it when you're just like immediately just break into cynical mindset of going this isn't real. <laughs> like, well, here here's the question I have now, right? Mm. Has UFC been that da- and you know I I've I've maintained this. This is why mm. I didn't like what Conor was doing for years. He's mm. he is a douche, but he also was. You know, really breaking down what UFC is meant to be. Mm. Um, has this damaged the concept, of the brand of UFC, as and as such as and as such as it's real. It's um, you know, it's not WWE because it really, really feels like WWE now. Yeah. Well, you see, the thing is, is that um, I think I think depending on what you're talking about in terms of damage, it's. Um, I think in terms of like people going, oh, is it, this is fake. Not so much because people buy into it mm. pretty much hook, line, and sinker because they're like, I mean, you just read comments from people going, Connor had this coming because he said X, Y, and Z about, about Khabib um, in the build up to the fight. Mm. But then, you know, and, I, you know, like there's like, see, see, back and forth uh, debate about it. At that point, that's ridiculous. It's like, I'm sorry, it's a fight. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure when he basically handed his handed him his ass for three rounds, and yeah, then I think, him I think decisively in the fourth. Yeah, I think that was enough. That's kind of enough. I you don't know? think it deserved criminal. I don't think criminal assault after that point is okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know what, right? He said stuff, but that's what Connor does. You yeah. know, he's, it's called trash talk. If you don't want yeah. to be in it, don't do it's, it. You know, it's kind of like being annoyed when you. It's like it's kind of like being annoyed. That a bear attacked you when it's in your when you're in its territory. I didn't think it was going to do what it definitely was going to do. <laughs> like, yeah. and here's the thing: like, it, I was actually watching the Joe Rogan show with uh, mm. Connor's coach, and Habib's um, purse was actually taken from him. Yep. So yep. he he got paid zero for that, yep. which you know. That's, it, no, that was fair, though. That was like, fair, you know, and like you know, I mean, the, criminal criminal charges should be brought yeah. because of but what happened. But but like between like, there's a couple of things here as well. Like the the Nevada State Athletic Commission immediately were like, "We're not giving you this money." Yeah, straight because, up. Yeah, because um, you're 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 a sore winner. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like you won, and you should have left it at that. And then but like, it's like, away, like, but like, no. like, look, a bad winner is someone who like overly celebrates. Mm. You're like, it's like. You're exceptionally bad at winning <laughs> when you commit assault. Yeah, and like, well, you know, and I, I get it. You know, like Connor probably went a bit yeah. too far and stuff. But again, it's, it's yeah. a show. You know, it's, it's like it's a show, yeah. not yeah. real. With them, yeah. I mean, there's also like, um, I mean, because UFC for a very long time, because they are pretty much the only game in town when it comes to big deal MMA mm. fighting, wanted to be viewed so badly as if it is boxing. a sport in the same way that boxing or, you know, Olympic level judo or whatever is. Mm. They really want it to be seen as a legitimate sport. And stuff like this does not do anything to well, see, help that. Dude, C- Connor started this, you know, oh, yeah. by the way they marketed him and the way the people bought into it. And, you know, I know people say, oh, Muhammad Ali kind of did the same thing. Not yep. really. You know, well, I, mean, not really. I mean, I, I think, um, like, like, let's be fair. Like, Muhammad Ali did like some insane things to people. Yeah, he build up the fight. Like, yeah. um, was it George Foreman? Where before their first fight, he went outside his house, like every night for two months, screaming about how much he was going to beat him up. Mm. For, you know, at two o'clock in the morning. And he would do this for months before they fought. And when he fought, like when they fought, he had he had them beaten mentally. Yeah, know? but that that's that's the that's the oldest like, trick in the game. You know, what I mean, it's just like, the, like the, but the that's mistake. like an insane thing to do. <laughs> like, yeah, but the, the mistake, yeah. well, the mistake that Connor made is you know he couldn't back it up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like but it's like you know he's the Ric Flair heel. Of course, yeah. he can't back it up. <laughs> the only difference is, you know, it's. It's a real fight. It's not. Yeah. It's not worked. You know, he wasn't able to take it with the brass knucks. But then again, that said, judging the fact how it ended, you know, maybe they're going to have a weapons match next. Yeah, you know, maybe no, it'll be a Hell in a Cell match. It, I think. I think it will have to be a Hell in a Cell match. There's no other way to contain. <laughs> no, to contain the chaos. <laughs> no, it's like you know, 
bring out Rick, bring out uh, Mick Foley as the referee, and you know, you're good to go. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that would be so great and so terrible. <laughs> oh. But guys, we have run out of time for this week. Uh, I tell you, Brent, the two shows we've done are absolutely flew through them. Yeah. Uh, but you know, again, guys, we're 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 working on getting more uh, regular content out to you, but it's kind of difficult with our full schedule. So, uh, how you can contact Ooh, us? We're trying. We are. Uh, but to reach our contact uh, shows, WrestleView Media on the interwebs. That's how all the shows have been put out. Uh, and that's covering all across. To get our shows directly, I think that myself and Bryn do, Nerd 2, the number 2 media on SoundCloud uh, and on iTunes. That's that's how you're able to reach both the, the desk and our other show, Nerd to Know Basis, um, you know, if, if you want a bit more of our content. But uh, go over to restofview.com, get the RSS feed, Adam has just done a huge relaunch of how the shows have been pumped out. So it's pretty much a show a day from, from the from Restview side of things. So Restview Media, Google it, subscribe to everything, fantastic shows, etc., etc. Uh, go do it. Uh, Bryn, do it now. Do it now. <laughs> Bryn, <laughs> how can the people reach you? So they can reach me at castbraincast. That's cast under brain, underscore brain underscore cast on Twitter. And yeah, that's where they can find me. Um, if they're looking for other good podcasts to listen to, they can go to our friends at Geeks of the Industry. They have a wide range of podcasts. Uh, they have wrestling podcasts uh, like our one, Mega Paris Radio and WrestleBollocks Radio. And then if you like films and uh, horror, especially horror films, they have loads of stuff for you there. Um, yeah, definitely check them out at geeksoftheindustry.com. Awesome. And guys, my Twitter is at DaraWV. Um, the show's Twitter is at WVIDesk. And if you want to send an email, WVIDesk2016 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. So until next week, this has been the rest of you international desk. I've been Dara O'Connor. You are listening to Phoenix 92.5 FM. And of course, restofview.com, restofview.media. We'll talk to you then. Bye.